Mrs. Baba. Yeah, we, we've started a little bit on a funny note because it's been five weeks now since the show, since the grand final. And uh, we were talking about the songs that we liked from this past festival, the songs that we're still singing. And a funny case was some of Mrs. Pava. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we do like the song. It was not on our favorite list when Eurovision was on, but... It's it's very catchy and we still yeah. like it and we, it's on our, it's on our playlist actually. Yeah, we keep we keep singing it. We've we've gone out to have lunch today and we keep singing it at times, random times. So yeah, it was a funny case. It deserved better. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was a fun thing. Anyway, today we've thought about a couple of things that we wanted to talk about um, the festival. First thing was the fact that we've read that Sweden wants to reduce the grand final duration. Yeah, this this news came this week by surprise. I don't know what's the story behind it. Probably reducing the price a little bit or because it's... The song, well, the song contest is going to last uh, three hours or more. So they wanted to reduce it because they want to go to bed earlier, <laughs> apparently, Maybe. right? Yeah, what's, what are your thoughts about that? I'm totally against that. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish the grand final would last for five hours like the yeah. rehearsal does. I think, it, yeah, I think it, if you're watching it on TV, it might feel at times that it drags on for a little bit, but it's... Probably just because sometimes they haven't tested it that well. Hmm. But watching it live, if you go to any party or something like that, you're going to have a lot of fun. Hmm. The longer it is, the more fun you're going to have. So I don't think it deserves to be cut. Um, I, I don't know what they want to cut. Probably the interval or... Yeah, but the interval is fun. You yeah. can get previous winners, um, second places. It's a, it's a chance to remember people that went a few years ago. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen next year with ABBA. A.K.A. ABBA, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a shame if they try to cut it. I, I hope they don't do it because everything that I've read online... Everyone, well, all Eurofan would be against it. I, I don't yeah. even think a person would be, yeah, let's shorten the best day of the year for us. Yeah. So, no. And also, the other option that they might be thinking about cutting is the vote system. Maybe not the voting system, but how it's announced. Hmm. Um, but that is probably leading us to talk about the other thing that they're... We've seen people asking for change, which is yeah, how the voting system, especially the jury system. Yeah, and they're actually reviewing it. It's under review until January 2024, I think. So I have mixed feelings here because uh, I know people were like, yeah, let's give more power to the people, especially after everyone wanted, well, not everyone, but the majority of the public or the audience wanted Caria to win this year. Because, yeah, he won the, the public the vote. Public votes. 
and not the jury vote. But I think it's having this mixture of opinions between the public and the jury that makes like a more democratic choice yeah. at the at the very end. I think we got different opinions here, mm-hmm. so that's that's a fun thing. <laughs> um, it can happen, of yeah. course. Yeah, I I would like the jury to remain there if they were actual professionals, if you know people like maybe past winners or past participants, music professionals, people from the business. I don't think it's always the case. It is in some countries, but not everywhere. Yeah. Um, we've heard about some scandals mm-hmm. in recent years about how they have tried to, you know, arrange voting between two countries, like I vote you, you vote me, which yeah. it's not really fair, obviously. So I think there should be some kind of control. If that can't be controlled, then it might be time to leave the the, the jury vote behind, especially because I understand the jury vote comes from a time in the past when people couldn't really vote by phone or by app, mm. like now, you know, in the 50s, 60s, probably until like... 90s. Even, yeah, even mid noughties. Mm. Um, but now, obviously, everyone really has the ability to just go and vote. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I know that you like the, the jury vote to, to stay Yeah, there. because I don't, I don't really... It's not that I don't trust the public, but... It could be the case that something very funny and odd end up winning because uh, because let's make a joke out of it. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. Because it, hap- it happened in the past, for example, we're from Spain, and it happened that in nas- national selections and other song contests in, in the country, there there's this forum, you know, which one I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and they gather and they have this, not a mafia, but let's vote for the for the joke one to go to Eurovision. And it's not, it's not even fair that people would gather, people with a lot of money would put all the money in the votes just to make a joke out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that can be a problem as well. But you're never going to have a perfect system. Yeah. Well, in the end, it's not us deciding. It's the no, EBU, exactly. So. But yeah, I mean, I, I wonder what's going to be the outcome of that. Maybe they're going to give more power to the public vote could like be. it will be worth twice the jury or something mm-hmm. it could be like 60 40 ratio yeah could be that um we know as well in not recently but maybe like 10 years ago there were countries that were not having both types of votes some yeah. of them would have only the jury vote and some would have the public vote i think it's never going to stop uh, they're never going to stop with the public vote anymore because mm. with the app we know everyone all over the world can vote now. So yeah, rest of the world can yeah, vote. You're now. never going to have a country that says it's only the jury voting now. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I wonder what what they're going to do with that. Yeah, it's a waiting time. Yeah, <laughs> so more news to come there. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about something a bit different. It's, it's still it's still Eurovision. Yeah. It's not organized by the EBU, but yeah, it's the OGAE second chance. Um, so we've been having a look at or having a listen to the songs. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should mention that this contest is called second chance because they bring 
the runner-ups of every country mm. in their national selections. Yes, and it's the OGAE of every country that chooses the one that, that goes forward. Goes, yeah. Because it's not always the case that the runner-up goes. Yeah, and there's no not always a national selection yes. contest, basically. Exactly that, so, yeah. so there are 23 songs uh, in this mm. contest. So not all countries are participating in this one. Yeah. And there will not be a final, a grand final or a semi-final. We're not going to be able to see that on TV. So this is up to us to just go, have a listen. We're going to have a Spotify playlist yes. that we're going to add the link to in this episode. So you can click on it and listen to all the songs. And we're going to have a quick chat about all the songs that we've listened to, what we think. <laughs> you may think something different. Go to the comments of whatever we do. Instagram, TikTok, you can share all the comments there. Yeah. So, shall we start? Yeah. First one, Albania. Yeah. El Salila, Evita. What do you think? It's it's hard to compare with the one that actually went to Eurovision. And I think Albina, you know, it's all identities for me, right? Mm-hmm. So Albina show, really showed the uh, Albanian identities. And I was expecting more of that because Albania is that kind of country that always shows the folklore, the heritage mm-hmm. on Eurovision through their songs, the staging and everything. And uh, I was expecting a little bit more. What yeah, about you? It was, I thought it was a bit boring, to be honest. There was little connection with the public mm, as well. Yeah, Obviously, true. this, I mean, when I say connection to the public, it's very different from watching Eurovision. We we saw videos of some of the, the acts that looked like Eurovision and then some mm. others were really, you know, detached or not even with public. But yeah, it, it didn't feel like it would connect with an audience if it was given the chance to do so. Yes, yeah. Because yeah, as, as you mentioned earlier, this is not going to be a grand final or a live show. So we have to actually vote basing on how it looks like on the YouTube videos or on the playlist. Yes. So, so is, it, is it a song that you would enjoy when you're going to listen to it, when you're sitting working or just enjoying your time off? I didn't enjoy it particularly. No, me neither. So not one of our favorites. No. How about <laughs> there comes the favorite yeah Belgium I, th- I think it's both our favorite one yeah. so well not so far but overall yeah it's probably overall our favorite one Sherin Sherin yeah Saminuipa um, I probably didn't pronounce it very well but sorry I don't speak French yeah it, I thought it was really fun it looked like a cartoon and it reminded mm. me of Tantan I think that's the pronunciation in French of yeah the cartoon yeah. Uh, it's very colorful it's in French hmm. which is one of the of course the languages, the languages of, of, of Belgium, Belgium. yeah, yeah I, I quite like it it's very visually appealing both in the music video and the live performance and I, qu- I quite liked it and I think it could have done really well in the song contest itself yeah. it's again Gustav did a really good job but I think Shegin was a very top choice too yeah I think it, she probably was quite unlucky that Gustav went there because I think it was such a strong option that she didn't really have a chance Hmm. but any other year she would have gone you said as well that she reminded you a little bit of the Euro uh, Euro Junior yeah the staging was like very Euro Euro Junior so at least last year Euro Junior a couple of countries the staging was quite similar I think it's probably because of this cartoon vibe yeah and uh, very Wes Anderson as well yes yes. the the colors and yeah I quite like it and also she looked quite young so probably probably the Euro Junior (laughs) thing yeah 
Uh, but yeah, that was, that's a fun choice. If you're not going to listen to anything else, at least listen to that one. Uh, then comes Czechia, hmm? Rodan. It, for me, it was like Ed Sheeran vibes. Yeah, not... Uh, I mean, the, the video looks like it's hmm. been filmed in Prague. Yeah. Um, it wasn't particularly representative. The video has a lot of English-speaking posters. Hmm. It's all in English as well. Yeah. Which is not a problem. We know that Sweden, we always like Sweden and they always sing in English. <laughs> but so they can do whatever fine. they want. Yes, we know that <laughs> they can do. Uh, but yeah, it felt a little bit flat, I think. Um, yeah, it's any other song that you can listen to. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a guy with a guitar. Yes, <laughs> and children, basically. And children, yeah. um, Next up is Croatia. Which is another one of our favorites. Yes. First thing we thought, it looks like a <laughs> like an ad for Visit Croatia. Visit Croatia. And actually, we looked at some of the articles that were talking about this song, and they said exactly the same. But if you watch the video, you will understand why. Yeah. It sounds very much like Croatia as well. It's very Balkan identities for me, with a modern twist. And yeah. I, I quite like that, especially when talking about a Eurovision act. So, yeah, we, we watched the, the music video. There yeah. was no live performance. I, yeah, I don't think... There might have been a live performance that we missed it. Yeah. But the, the music video was nice if you want to see some of Croatia. If you it, want to visit Croatia, that's the video for you, yeah, definitely. It's black and white with lots of red like text on top mm. so yeah it really looks like a visit croatia video the song was great uh it i read somewhere that it sounded a bit like shum okay. from go away yeah. and it, it had a bit of a vibe not not for, that ravey yeah not like yeah you wouldn't probably jump dancing for it but it was quite cool top then, five definitely yeah for me. definitely yeah i think probably second third choice yeah hmm. then denmark uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, it's called I was gonna marry him it's it wasn't that interesting it wasn't no I think we watched the national selection performance yes yes I think we started and watching that it yeah. was I don't want to say bland but it didn't say anything to me it didn't spoke to me the song and also that tween vibe I don't like yeah. I'm sorry but it's something that it's always coming to Eurovision every once in a while we had Azerbaijan this year and we have a few coming up as well <laughs> Yes, including actual twins. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't like that. Sorry, I, it, it's it's I, and I don't think these two artists are even twins. No, no, they were not twins. But they, were they, just... they look alike and they they play that card. That yeah. I don't think it's something that Eurovision needs. Yeah, it's yeah. Just you know, mix it up a little bit, make it interesting. Yeah. Don't do the same things all the time. Show different personalities. I yeah. think. That diversity is always yeah. good on uh, stage. Yeah. I think it it was a shame that Riley did, unfortunately, so badly in yeah. the live final or the live semi final. <laughs> because um, in the rehearsals, he the was rehearsals okay. he was okay. Yeah, and the song I quite like, so it was a good choice yeah. to go. So definitely, you know, this was not going to be topping that no. either. No, um, but yeah, he he could have done better, uh, but this this was not good. Hmm. Then we have Estonia. Estonia. Oh my God! This was this was an interesting <laughs> this one. This interesting one. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. initially I think we said, "Oh no, no," and then by the end of the song we were like, "Yeah, <laughs> we like it." And not just the song, but there's a cover that they did that we actually like better than the song. Yeah, we were like, "Oh my God, we have to watch that because it was." Um, there was a cover of Tattoo and Cha 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 all together. Yeah, <laughs> and they have actually the they play that with the same vibe that they play this song called Venom. That's yeah. the one that is 
uh, in the contest, in the OGAE contest. And, the so- and the, sorry, Maria, the cover was in Estonian. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah both Tattoo and Cha 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 are both in Estonian. They are actually quite good. Tattoo was especially great yeah. because Cha 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 sounded a little bit like the original, mm-hmm. but Tattoo was great. Yeah. I think I would listen to that again. Yes. So, yeah, um, it's... It it didn't. I mean, it sounds a bit like the, their song. They've been on some hmm. sounds quite similar to other um, like rock indie rock boy bands. Yeah, so, like Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, that reminds me of them. But but the song is good. The song is actually yeah. okay. Yeah, they they sing in English, but I don't have a problem with Estonia singing in English. I had a chat with Alika, and she told me that. The idea that they have like very different languages in Estonia and English was the one that could speak to a lot of people in Europe. I think that was quite a thing regarding identities because they had some, yeah, we know problems in the past uh, with the Soviet Union. And then when when they were free, they could show their identity, but they have this mixture of languages in their country. And English is like something they have in common and also with the rest of Europe. Yeah, I think I think when when the Soviet Union um, was dissolved, there were like two bands, two different sides where some countries leaned towards Russia and some others leaned towards the Europe. West. Yeah. And Estonia was definitely leaning towards the West. Hmm. We know that they're very linked to Finland and to Sweden. There's a very strong connection there. So it is quite normal that they sing in English. And what Alika told you was it made sense. Yeah. So, you know, it, there's, it's justified. So it's justified. We're fine. Don't see <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next one. Huma. Fin- Finland, yeah. Finland. And they, they sing in Finnish. They sing in Finnish, but I don't think it was something that I I would remember. Yeah, we we'll probably forget the song. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, yeah, the the guy was fine. Um, I mean, not a no, but I don't think it's a winner here. No. Um, and I think he's got very large shoes to fill <laughs> after Karia's performance. So anything else to say? I I don't even have anything else. No, to I think say. I think it went past, and we thought. Okay, next, fine. Sorry, guys, if you like them. <laughs> yeah. And then Germany. With okay. The song is called okay. okay. <laughs> and the song was actually okay. okay. <laughs> just as Finland. It's, it's the same kind of idea for me. It's it's an okay song, but there's just another song that will, is it I will a, is, forget. Is it called okay or is it called hold on? Why do I have hold on here? <laughs> I don't know, but it's probably hold on. There's another one called okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we, we we definitely forget. Yeah. Uh, yeah, forget forgettable basically. Ireland. Ireland was nice. Was nice. Yeah, and for me it sounded like very much like Clean Bandit. Yes. I like the song. Um I think she's she's got a very subtle Celtic vibe. Yeah. Um so yeah, that that worked. I like. I definitely like the song. Hmm. It's one of those that if you watch it live, it's funny because the stage was super small. And there was no audience, apparently. Yeah, uh, and I th- I felt like she didn't really know what to do there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if she had gone to Eurovision, she would have had someone helping her with the choreography. Hmm. The look was. She looked a bit like a baby. Yeah, it's to... very childish, yes, probably. It was, yeah. 
So definitely she needed work there, but obviously national selection is not the final staging mm. that would have gone to Eurovision. But I wonder if she had um, Wild Youth. They were, again, quite bland, quite another, like an indie band. It's another one. The, the song was okay. Yeah. I, I could listen to that song. Yeah. What I would pro is not one of yeah. the memorable ones. But I wonder if this one would have done better. better? Actually, I you think, think. I think. I mean, I like Till a little bit more. I think the pro the problem with the the act that actually went well just is that there were many other bands, bands doing the same. all guys bands yeah. that kind of sounded the same. Yeah, I think San Marino was was quite similar. Malta as well. Yeah, Latvia. Yeah, and then. <laughs> I think the only one that really Still, went yeah. through was Slovenia. Slovenia. So I, I don't know. I, I like this one. It's, I, I'm not going to say it's my top three, but I think it would have done better than the one that actually hmm. ended up going to Eurovision. We'll never know. Then Iceland. No, not for Eurovision for me. Yeah. Not even for this check, second chance. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean... It, it's very different from everything else. It's a rockabilly song. It's, it's not Iceland for me. That's it's not Iceland, Iceland either. Yeah. yeah, we've come. But to I, well, I, I think it's it's in Icelandic. It is. But but it is. I think we've come to expect other things from Eurovision, and yeah. I think the kind of audience that watches Eurovision and that will <clears throat> pay attention to these songs. Yeah. Is not the kind of audience that will like this. Yeah. Uh, definitely, if you know, for people that like that kind of music, it's going to be an amazing thing to hmm. listen to. <laughs> but I don't think it's for the bigger audiences of Eurovision. Yeah. Then, yeah, Italy. Italy. Lazza. And uh, I think I think Italy is gonna be the in the top three. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was not my second choice either. Yeah. I, I would go with uh, Mr. Rain, who actually came third. Uh, Marco? No. Uh, Lazza came second in San Remo, so it, of course he he's the one put forward. But I I quite liked Mr. Rain, so you can go and listen to that one. <laughs> it's not on the playlist, but you can go and listen to that one. And I I think it's a good song because it, again it's represented. It's like a very rap electronic yeah. thing representing the modern and contemporary Italy because again it's in Italian. Yeah. And the song is okay, but I think the other one could have done better. Yeah, I think it's it's just Sanremo has probably a very specific audience. I think we mentioned that probably Man Moneskin was hmm. the exception, but yeah. they tend they that kind of audience tends to go with something more like Marco Mengoni. Yeah. Um so yeah, this wouldn't have done particularly well there, probably. But it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was, it was no, okay. No, I think it's going to be in the top three yeah, anyway. Yeah, Then we have... Latvia. Latvia. And this one with... Okay, choreography. There was a weird dance there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what they were doing. Yeah, there was someone dragging themselves <laughs> over the floor not moving their legs and uh, we were like what what's going on here like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, well the song was not bad no but it was very distracting yeah I yeah think you need to listen to it on spotify <laughs> and not watch the dance because yeah. otherwise you're going to think what's going on and you will not listen well i i think people were gonna be intrigued now so they they will yeah, go yeah, yeah. Now, you're, now, now you have to go and watch it but then go and listen to the song without watching it. Yeah. Because you need a second listen to understand what's going on <laughs> and you won't. But yeah, the song wasn't bad. It's not top three for us, I think. But no. 
um, yeah, it's yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's very hot. If they had done the same over Eurovision, we would have been like, what is going on? Um, Let's move to Lithuania. Lithuania. And another one that I didn't understand. Yeah. It's like a modern cowboy, but in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like. Skating? Yeah. There was a lot of roller skating. Yeah. And like all the 80s things that you can think of, they were on stage. It was like a Stranger Things kind of music base. Yeah, no, I, I mean, forgettable. I, I don't really, I didn't really pay attention to it, to be honest. Hmm. I lost, I think, yeah, I, I paid attention to the video. I was wondering what, what was going on. Again, it's it's the kind of thing you just choose what to do. You chose the eighties; it's fine. No. Um, but it's I didn't. Maybe there was a connection with the song, but because I I lost interest with it, <laughs> it's you know I, I stopped I stopped listening. Yeah. And uh, Malta. Malta, yeah. Um, Ryan Healy. Hmm. Uh, it sounds like a song from the sixties. Like the kind of epic melodic song that would have won yeah. 60 years ago. Yes, yeah. And the guy has an amazing voice. Yeah. Um, it could do well. We know we, that's something that we were talking about. Yeah. There's always one of those melodic songs that goes really well when it, when they go to Eurovision. Hmm. This year it was Marco Mangoni. Yeah. It, was, it was a song that was, you know, it was all about the, the voice, the melody. There was no, there were no fireworks. There was no nothing special on stage, uh, and that's great. And you know, the 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 song shines. And this yeah, is, and mean, the voice was. too. Yeah. So yeah, good one. Uh, we still prefer the Basker. So. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I think I think they were really. And unlucky. the Basker, they needed to go to the grand final. Yeah, yeah, I think they were really, really unlucky that they were in the first semi final. Yes. Um, but we actually listened to it yesterday, I think, again, yeah. or, or we listened to it for a bit, and we thought this should have gone through. It was a shame. Yeah. Uh, then we have Moldova. Moldova. Actually, do we need another Mr. Saxo guy? <laughs> do we? I don't think we do. So, no, move on. We, we need to insert new things in the Eurovision Memorabilia, yeah. So no, no identities for me. Not like the one that actually went to Eurovision. It was all Moldovan identities. But this one, I'm sorry, but yeah. no. And we watched the Mold- the Moldovan one again. Again, yes. And it was quite cool. It's what it's again. It's like Serbia. One of those songs that now we listen to. Yeah. And we probably sing a bit, even though we don't, you know, we don't speak the language, but. We we try to do it our best. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, the Basker had a saxo there. Uh, yes, but I think Moldova has already played that car many times over yeah, the years. Yeah, so, you know, like it, it it worked well with Malta. This was like they just. I felt like they had the sax guy, on you know. They pay him a yearly salary and they have to come yeah. bring him every is, year. Is, is it the, the same song? guy? Because in, in, in the Basker, I think it was one of them. It was not the, the actual yeah. Mr. Saxo guy, but this one, I think it was. And probably. So there you go. Uh, and then we have Norway. The Disney song the, of the, the second Frozen. <laughs> we have Frozen. It was... 
totally frozen. It was a Disney song, and I think this would do very well in like a Disney movie. I always say like the Lithuania one, Monica. It's like the Lion King for yeah. me. But this one is frozen. Yeah. It is frozen. I, yeah, if I had to choose one of them for the Disney song, I, I still prefer Lithuania. Yeah. It was one of the ones I actually liked. Um, but yeah, uh, it could do well as a, as a song. Um, but obviously when we are compare, we keep comparing all these songs with the ones that actually went to the festival and this was Alessandra and yeah, no. Queen of Kings. <laughs> Um, Absolutely, and a much better choice. Yeah. Um, the only thing Norwegian in the song was actually the violins. If you link it to Ryback, Alexander Ryback in Eurovision yeah. song. And if you think of Frozen, you yeah. think, well, this is about the Ice Queen. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't especially. Um, it wasn't a song that represented the country. No, no, so. no way. Mm-hmm. Um, Poland. Poland looked a bit like the Look Black song. Yeah, on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a bit like Serbia. It was a, I, I'm sorry, but it, to me it was like Poundland Serbia, uh, cheap Serbia. <laughs> and people actually like the song, like a lot of people because of what happened in the national selection for Poland. Yeah, you probably want to talk about that again. Yeah, Explain just to happened. recap again. Uh, what happened in the national selection of Poland is the same thing that happened in Spain last year in the Benidorm Fest. That the voting system, again, was kind of odd because the public votes wanted to go this guy, it was Paul Zhang. Uh, I don't remember, sorry. <laughs> well, they, they wanted Gladiator to be the son to go to Eurovision. But the jury thought that Blanca was a better choice. So they went for Blanca, and people were really, really pissed. Jan, sorry. <laughs> so I think that because it was Poland's uh, option, first option, like people from Poland, think, I think that fans romanticized the song because I don't even think... It was that good. No, it wasn't very good. I don't think it was very good. Um, it's true that with, you know, I'm comparing it with Serbia. It's true that the Look Black song, um, I think on first listen, I didn't think much of it, hmm. but it grew on me. This one, I, I didn't feel that it was something that could grow on me. Really. Not, nor the voice or the performance. Yeah, the performance was or the like flashy and yeah. So even, even though I didn't like Blanca, or the song, I think it was a better choice. She, she was a better choice, probably. <laughs> the so. song was more catchy. Was there a third option? Poland? Please. Polish people, send it through. <laughs> send it. Then we have Portugal. A festa. Yeah, well, again, the, the music was kind of Arabic. Very, uh, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. see anything Portuguese in there. Yeah, well, the I language. Was, I was wondering if if there was a slight fado vibe there, hmm. but yeah, it, you said it, it sounded more like, um, you know, North African, Morocco, like the 
yeah, that kind of Middle Eastern vibe as well, yeah. maybe. Probably there's a connection there between, yeah. between the, the artist and, and yeah. Although the Although he's called Edmundo Ignacio, so I'm not sure if it, there is, but... Um, and also the, the choice of colors makes me wonder because it was um, red and white and the dancers were white, he was wearing red and it looked like Rihanna in the Super Bowl yeah. with all the coloring. Yeah, I have to say it looks like Portugal bought a lot of red clothes as well for, yeah. their, for the artists because we know that... Mm-hmm. You know the the performance this year was dressed in a very bright red a red dress, um, so it was it was funny to see another red uh, suit again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it I yeah didn't particularly feel it. It was okay. Yeah. It was in Portuguese, um, but nothing particularly special. No. Then we have Romania, Andrea di Folklore Orchestra, Perinita Mea. I, I think there's nothing more Romanian than this song. Yeah, it's very, very folky. <laughs> yes, there's music, they, they dance the music, the language, the staging, everything was very Romanian. It was fun as well. She, yeah. It was very, um, very uh, a cheery, fast yeah. song, very cheery, yes. Um, definitely nice vibe. Not my favorite, but it was good. Yeah. It worked. Um, I would have liked this one to go to Eurovision. Yes. Rather than Theo. I'm sorry. But there's also been um, a big, you know, um, controversy with with Theo. Yeah, because he didn't have enough support from delegation team and uh, the organizers of the Romanian yeah. uh, team. So he ended up like paying all by himself which i don't think it's fair at no, it's, all no it isn't i mean you to be fair we have to remember that all these people are representing the whole country the, the country and the broadcaster of yeah. the country the broadcaster is the one that should be paying for this and helping them as well yes exactly so uh, this song, the the uh, the song from Andrea Perinita Mea was was a better one, but I wonder if she would have encountered similar problems as hmm. Theo did. Um, so the OGAE doesn't have any trips to go to; it doesn't have any expenditure. So yeah. she might be the lucky one here. Yeah. Why not? So next up is Serbia with Philip Valos. Yeah, this one it was very dark as well, like mm. like looks very similar staging in terms of flashy lights, dark. Yeah, it's it's a very obscure song yeah. and staging, but it was actually okay. Yeah, I think we thought at the beginning, oh, whoa. Uh, <laughs> but by the end of the song, we thought, yeah, okay, yeah, it, it works. However. There's a, there was this third option that, of course, is not participating in this second choice uh, contest, but Stephen Shai. Stefan Shai. Stefan Shai. We, we thought it was yeah, a, bet, a better third option, actually. Yes. Yeah, so we actually like this one better. Yeah. Not, not 
better than not, Luke. Not better than Luke. We no. are now supporting Luke. Yeah, strongly. we're very Serbian today. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yes, actually, even if you look at the album cover or single cover, you see that there's a vibe there with a red light. Very, very obscure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it's cool. Uh, and then... Spain. Hmm, Spain. My home country. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I have to say, well, the the, the act is Biko with Nochentera. Uh, the thing is that I remember watching the Benidorm Fest, the national selection, and I didn't like it. I think the performance wasn't that good, and I there, I have something with the dress she's wearing. I I hate it. Sorry, not her, but the dress. I think it's ridiculous and <laughs> it's kind of funny. But in this second chance. It's on my top three too. I, I quite liked it. The so, the song is okay. It's very catchy. The, it has this party vibe. It's in Spanish, and to be honest, it's very popular now in Spain. Yeah, I think it's pro. It's it's definitely a song that you can listen to on the radio. Hmm. Blanca Paloma is not going to be the case. Um, it's it's a very strange electronic song. Um, electronic slash flamenco yeah. song. Um, but this one is a lot more popular. It would, I think it would have worked a lot better in a, with an international audience. Yeah. Uh, it had a bit of a vibe of Sherin, the one that hmm. we mentioned at the beginning from Belgium. Hmm. I think the staging, very colorful. Like you say, maybe not the dress, but... Yeah. <laughs> But yeah... Um, now I think she could have done better. Vico could have done better in Eurovision than Blanca. Yeah, uh, sorry. But we, we will never find out. So but this is just... This is all hypothetical. Yeah. So, you know, uh, our and it's always our opinion. We're not talking about what other people think. Yeah. So we're supporting Spain, I think. Or Vico in this, in this instance. Yeah. Then, and yeah, then Sweden. And we go back to twins. Twins. Yeah, but these are actually twins. Yes, these are identical twins. Although we spent half the song wondering if they were identical twins. <laughs> so we had or, to look it up. Yes, but but they they really looked alike. So you know, fair enough. Yeah. You can't avoid it if if you are for real a hmm. twin. Uh, the song was. It was very good. It was very good. I think yes. Yeah, Sweden but know, you what know, to the do? the country knows how to do. These Eurovision songs, they know how to do good songs. Yes. In any case, uh, but yeah, electronic. I think it was. So it was. Really, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't see like a lot of personality on the stage. Not not talking about Sweden, but yeah. of of them, the acts. It was like nothing there. They looked really young, though. So yeah. I think that's something that you can tell as well with Lorraine. Uh, even when we watched Euphoria yesterday, and we watched. Tattoo. Hmm. I think you can see as well the evolution. Yeah. Uh, As a performer, yeah. yeah, I think we probably prefer the original song, but then you can see how she has evolved as a performer, like body, you know, movement, the 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 way she moves on stage, the way she performs, and this is you know when you see two very young kids performing, that's completely lacking. But, you know, give them a chance, give them 20 yeah. years and then but, we but can then, talk but again. But I'm sorry, if, if you're going to Eurovision, you need someone with a lot of confidence. Yes. Confidence on stage. Yes. Regardless of the age, yes. I think. But the good thing about these two kids is that they don't have to perform on stage no, anymore. No, they don't. All this, the, the voting system in the OGAE is you just go listen to it and then you go and vote. Yeah. 
you don't have to watch it. You, they are not going to perform yeah. live for you anymore. You, you can start voting now, actually. Exactly. Yeah. So we definitely recommend watch the live performance for the national selection. Uh, that if they, any. Yeah. Yes, in this case, there was a, a national performance. Yeah. So definitely go there, watch that. You can get the vibe of what it would be like to to see them in Eurovision. Hmm. Not every time, but in this in this case, I think you can get it. And yeah, the song was okay. Yeah. So good one. Um, probably it's got a good chance of doing very well. Very well. Top five. And then the last one. Finally, yeah, Jerry Heil. We we actually with Ukraine. We actually saw her performing on the in Eurovision Liverpool. village. Village. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think. Probably Ukraine is my winner. I quite like Belgium, but I think Ukrainian identities are very in your face here. Yes. Like the dress, the lyrics. Yeah, the head, the headdress with all the flowers. The music. It looks like you would, ex- you know, something that you would expect from a traditional Ukrainian performer. Although it's very modern because her head, her headset actually was headphones. Yeah. Uh, and they were very obvious, but it was fun. Um, but she sounded very, uh, like like a very good choice. Yeah. Definitely better than... Torchy. Torchy. Oh, sorry, Torchy. Uh, but yeah, that was not, you know, it didn't look Ukrainian at all. Torchy, uh, we mean. Torchy, yes. And Jerry sounded great. The song was great. The staging the, was, the staging was amazing. Great. Yeah, ev- everything was very Ukrainian. And I... I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, so she's doing. She's going to do very well. Unfortunately, that this you know this, if she wins, nothing happens. There's no you know no future. No trophy. No trophy. No future. Um, label you know, contract. Uh, and well, no, it could be a label contract, but not because yeah, of this. There's no festival in Ukraine, and it's not going to be anywhere else because this this is completely separate from the. Um, EBU so this is all chosen by fans so definitely go and, and vote hmm. um, if you can but, but yeah it, it was a very good it was a very good song and I think that we were listening to our, our old videos from the village and we thought it was this song that we have listened <laughs> to so and we liked it so yeah it was great so that's all of the songs now and I think, as I said, Ukraine is my winner, followed by Belgium and probably either Spain or Italy. Yeah, I think I'm still going to stick with Shireen. Uh, I really liked her. Probably followed by Ukraine and Croatia. Hmm? Oh, yeah, Croatia. You forgot about her. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> about them. I didn't, but there was all the choices I like best, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Tell us uh, in the comments of our social media accounts. What do you think? Yes. And that's it from us. Yeah, that's it from us. Very short. For now, (laughs) of course. uh, Remind you that uh, you still need to follow us on social media because we have new content there. Apart from the podcast, obviously. So just go to TikTok and Instagram. Look for us, the Eurovision Files, and we'll be there. Yeah, and remember that we're going to have all the playlists as well on our links. And we will have stories with some of the videos of, of the songs. Yeah. Um, sorry, we, we're not playing anything here for, you know, 
copyright reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely on social media, you can listen to us um, with the songs as well, so you can get a better idea of what's going on here. Yeah. And that's all from us then. I'll see you soon. See ya.